Welcome to Sheen Visions Podcast. Sheen Visions was created to help you follow your life vision with poise, boldness, and strength. It is designed for women to live in their God-given purpose, to encourage them by providing meaningful tools to accomplish anything she sets her mind to do. To remind her that no dream is impossible. We're your hosts, Joanne and Rebecca, and we're excited to see what you envision for your life. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us at She Envisions. We're so excited to have you guys here with us. Welcome, ladies. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Sheen Visions podcast. I'm your host, Joanne, and I have my co-host here with me. I'm so excited to be here with you guys this week because we have our fourth interview guest Woo-hoo! to the podcast. Woo! She owns her own baking business. She is a mom. And she's going to talk, she's going to tell us some really good advice today, you guys. Just talking to her previously, I'm going to let Joanne introduce her formally, but you guys are really in for a treat. Yes, you guys have no idea. You guys, this is it. This month, we're talking about creating a business mindset. We want to help you guys hear from people who are actually living out their God-given purpose. They're living in their vision, and they are doing it, guys. They're living in their vision, and this is a dear friend of mine that I admire, that I look up to. She's inspiring to me. She's encouraging to me. She is just an incredible joy. She's so humble, so peaceful, so kind and loving. She's got great style. She's incredible. Like you guys have no idea. But beyond all that, like Rebecca said, she's a wife. She's a mom. She's creative. And now she's an entrepreneur. And we are going to hear her humble beginnings and stories and her transformation to where she is now. And I'm actually going to let her share a little bit about herself. So if you guys can give it up for Bramari. Fine. I'm over here blushing and cheesing really hard during that introduction. Thank you. Thank you. Blush, girl. Blush away. <laughs> so, Bamari, tell us about who you are. And I mean, you could share about, you know, where you're from. And you can even talk about how we met because I go into all that. But I want to hear who you are. And like, we're so excited to dive in the questions, but we really want to get to know who you are. Of course, yes. So my name's Bermari. Um, so I am 29. I'll be 30 this year. Thank the Lord. For- <laughs> I made it. Um, I'm a wife, as you mentioned. I'm a mom of two. I have a three-year-old daughter and a two-and-a-half-year-old, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so my daughter, right? They're, year, they're <laughs> yeah. a year and a half apart. Look, sometimes I forget. I'm like, hold on. It's hard like, when they're that old. Are you? That's, that's my kids. Too. They're, they're 18 months apart. So I get Trust it. me, yeah. without children, so I I'm have like, a problem remembering things. <laughs> sometimes when I say three and two, I'm like, that doesn't seem right. You're not that close. But <laughs> they <laughs> are. Before. <laughs> but yes, um, wife and mom, that's uh, the majority of what I do. But aside from that, like you mentioned, I'm super creative. I come from a background of theater. I grew up doing theater and I actually majored in theater before becoming a mental health therapist. Totally random, I know, but my heart is for people and loving people. And I felt that God wanted me to be counseling and working with people one-on-one. I always feel like that's kind of my calling in life is just to love on people. So um, big advocate for therapy. Um, They're literally like the hands and feet of the Lord on this earth. Um, But I stepped away from that when I had kids. Um, I did the stay-at-home mom life for a couple of years. And um, and then I started baking. Well, I didn't, I shouldn't say I started baking. I was, I've been baking, you know, as a hobby for fun for my family and my friends for as long as I can remember. I think I was like 12 the first time I made cookies. Um, but I really got into it more after I had my second child. Um, I was stay at home mom with my first and we always did the parks and the library and all those fun things. We'd get out of the house and I had my son December of 2019. So right before the world shut down for coronavirus. Um, I remember I was at the hospital with my daughter in January because she had an asthma attack. And that was the first time they said, hey, we're not gonna allow visitors anymore because of this virus that's going on. Um, We're kind of like closing the doors and only one parent can be here. And I was like, oh, that's strange. I haven't heard of anything like that. And then, you know, the rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, literally. 
And so I was at home trying to adjust to all of a sudden being a mom of two, two under two, which makes it a little bit harder. And all of a sudden, everything that I feel like helped me with my first was taken from me. I couldn't go outside. We couldn't go to the park. We couldn't go to the library. Everything was shut down. So all those supports that I had built that I thought, you know, oh, this is going to be a breeze. All of a sudden, that was gone. And so um, it was a difficult, lonely, challenging season sure. for sure. Oh, my goodness. Um, and my outlet, I'm, I told you I'm a creative person. I've just always done things. Um, from crafting and music and and singing and all that stuff and so I was like I need to do something you know creative like that's what's going to help me get through this mm-hmm. and so I started baking again I was like you know what I got a lot of free time we're <laughs> stuck in the house so let's pull out some cupcakes I think yes. I ordered like the piping uh, decorating kit from like Amazon <laughs> yes Amazon came through decorating thing um and I, I just kept doing it. I, you know, I just used my free time and I just kept going and I was like, Hey, I'm not too bad at this. I think I can actually like sell these. And people started asking, Oh, how can I get your cupcakes? And so it turned into a thing. Um, and I started, I should say it's the same business, but I'll say it's my first business. Cause I named it, Hey there cupcake. Mm-hmm. So that was my business at the time. I was just doing cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cute story, the name came from, I'll, I'm gonna embarrass my husband, but hey, let's go embarrass him. For him. I'll, I call him my cupcake. Oh so, my gosh! Oh my I gosh! Know, I so just saw your post. You celebrate. You said that in your uh, anniversary post, right? I pro- you, it was yes, so cute. No. You're you know what I said. I posted a picture from our wedding, and I was walking out like our. You know what do you call that? Like when your you outro, leave, your wedding, like when you my, leave, yeah. yeah. Your, um, your exit yeah you know your exit there you go yes your exit you have the sparkler exit and I'm holding a cupcake oh <laughs> like I, I didn't get cake because you know how it is at your wedding like you're just talking yeah. to everybody, dancing and whatever so I was like before we left I was like wait 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 I need a cupcake I need to bring a cupcake <laughs> and so I'm like oh my gosh that's not it's not funny because that's kind of like telling us like the future <laughs> all of a sudden it was a prophetic cupcake on your wedding it day. was I love it, was it. So- um, but yes, I call him my cupcake and I would always, when he, when he briefly had a job that he was actually going to, cause he's also an entrepreneur, <laughs> but for a minute there, he did uh, work like a corporate job and I would write his little lunch love notes. And I would always say, Hey, cupcake, love you cupcake. And so when I was naming my cupcake business, I was like, Oh my gosh, Hey cupcake. Hey there cupcake. Like it has to be. Yeah. That's it. Aww. Um, so yeah, I like it. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I love it. It's so really cute. Sad. It was really sad when I chose to rebrand. You know, I felt like it was necessary because I branched mm-hmm. out and no longer just do cupcakes. And then I also felt like um, the minute I, I should also say I started a remote job um, during that season that was super challenging. And I said, you know what? I need some space for my kids. I'm starting Mm -hmm. this business thing. I made the decision to put my kids in daycare, which first of all, any mom who's battling with that and feeling guilty, Mm -hmm. do not. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need space, just like from your partner, you you can't be with them 24 seven. You need space so that you can be Mm -hmm. present and you can love them how they need Mm -hmm. to be. Right. Our kids are no different. And I mm. recognize, you know, I need space for my kids. I need to be away from you so I can miss you and love mm. you. When I <laughs> that's, hey, that's <laughs> real talk right there. Yeah. We're going to be real. Don't let anyone make you feel bad for that. Um, but I took that job solely so I could pay for daycare and continue starting this little business thing. Mm. And so I was doing that. Um, mm. Now I lost my train of thought. Hold on. You're going to have to edit this. Where was no, I you're going? good. I love that. I love, thank you so much for sharing that story. Oh my goodness. So I, that's incredible. So you literally took a remote part-time job to work from home yes, to, to pay support, for the daycare, to pay for daycare for your children yes. so that you can have the space to start your business. Your yes. And then when I was finally at the point that I was ready to leave that and just pursue my business Mm -hmm. full time, it felt like such a monumental moment that I I needed to Mm rebrand. Like it didn't feel right to keep the same name because I was like, no, this is too Mm -hmm. big. You know, like caterpillar turning into a butterfly kind of transformation. (laughs) We need to document this. So that's when I chose to rebrand. And now my name is Blush and Whisk, my business name. Oh, go check it out on Instagram, guys. She has yes. 
Her husband's <laughs> also a professional photographer. So all her pictures are beautiful. And I just love your story, Bramari. We're going to dive in <laughs> so deep into all the details because it is just so beautiful to hear. I love that you took like the grit and the tenacity to make those big, hard decisions as a new mom, you know, at the, during the pandemic, you had all the time in the world, you said, <laughs> and you're like, I want to just start, you know, doing what I love to do. Um, so what made, I want to go back to that very beginning stages when you, cause actually for me, I was one of your customers when you first started, like yeah. I loved her heart behind it. Cause I didn't, I had no idea that you were a mental their health therapist too. That is incredible. Um, and now you're helping and serving people. And, and, I, and, and that explains how you started the business because she <laughs> wanted to um, raise money or she was, what, what was it? You were making cupcakes. It was the cutest little cupcake guys, little red and white velvet cupcakes that were white and red with like yes. white crosses on it. It was, you know, during the whole pandemic and she wanted to donate these cupcakes to all the healthcare workers. So I was like, I'm all about it. I'm going to, I would love to support them by buying cupcakes. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Of course I would, you know, of course, Hey, you would win, win situation. but her heart behind it was beautiful. And cause don't get to correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's when I started noticing your business because you were yeah. back and, and mm -hmm. talk, take us there and like how that started. Yeah. So that was, um, you really are an OG. <laughs> hey, they're cupcakes. Hey. <laughs> back in the day yeah so um it, like I said I started this during quarantine and the pandemic and so um I should say my mission behind my company I mentioned that I feel my calling is just loving on people and so my mm -hmm. mission for my business is to make people stop and like celebrate life like whether it's oh, you know that big like a marriage like getting married obviously celebrate that but even like little moments like hey you made it to the weekend or hey you know you survived another day at that job I want you to celebrate that have a cupcake have a slice of cake so I wanted to celebrate our nurses our doctors our essential workers during that time because it was such a heavy season I mean we're still kind of in it but you know it was different back then we didn't know what was going on there was a lot of fear um and I just wanted to something small literally small a cupcake that would put a smile on people's faces yeah. mm. and i tell you that was so much fun to be able to go to uh different doctors and um a ho i did visit one hospital i went to target and bless the people the employees in target <laughs> bless your heart you're <laughs> extra bless blessed me. let me bless that. you <laughs> and it's a lot of fun and people you know people are really surprised by it for one because it's not often that you just get treated um, yeah. And then also just super thankful and grateful. So that was really fun. You're making me want to do something like that again. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. we would love, Sheen Vision would love to be a part of that because I love hearing that you have a mission statement. And you guys, we've, well, we haven't really talked too much about this. We did actually in our last episode about creating business mindset, but you know, she has a mission behind what she does. She knows what her purpose is. She knows she loves to help and serve people. And the fact that she wants to just put a smile on people's face and bring joy and celebrate life through a cupcake, like that is what gets her up to do it. And I love hearing that. And, I, and I'm so excited to hear more about your story. Um, so, well, I know, like, I don't even know want to ask any questions because there's just so much great stuff. I'm like, tell me more stories. <laughs> but we will start with one question. Um, what motivated you to work towards your vision and your success when you're in the grind of the remote job and your kids are in daycare, you, you know, just had babies and you are grinding like tenacity yeah. day and night. Like you've shared stories with us when you've been up till 4 a.m. Um, talk to us about that process because there's our listeners are there, you know, they, they are maybe they're beginning stages of their vision or they're right at the, the grind where it's like, Oh, do I keep going? Do I keep pursuing it? Do I make the sacrifices? Do I make those hard decisions? Um, tell us about that experience when you were grinding. Yeah. So I mentioned my husband is also self-employed has been that way since I met him. Um, and I've always been the very type A person. I need the, my structure. I need my consistent salary. I don't like, you know, the unknown, the unexpected. Um, but he's always been the opposite. We kind of balance each other that way. And um, that remote job, I literally took it just to help pay bills, help pay for daycare. Um, 
make ends meet, that kind of thing. But it wasn't fulfilling at all. I wasn't enjoying it. Um, And he would always ask me, you know, or he'd always tell me, you should be doing something every day that makes you happy, makes you feel fulfilled. If you were to die today, like, are you happy with what you've done so far? And um, I was like, no, (laughs) this job is so (laughs) meaningless to me. (laughs) I don't want to do this. But at the same time, fear has always held me back. Wow. I, like I said, I don't like the unknown. I don't like the unexpected. That's scary territory for me. So I've just always mm-hmm. stayed in my comfort zone. Um, but I didn't mention this yet to you guys, but kind of like the push that got me there. We were buying our first home um, mm. also during the pandemic. A lot has happened, guys. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it was a crazy market. It still is, but it was absolutely insane. I'm talking like 20 offers on a house. Wow. Yeah. Like everything was above asking. We we are very humble beginnings, guys. We did not have an extra 20 grand in our savings mm-hmm. account to just, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. offer above the listing price. And mm-hmm. you know, it just wasn't, it didn't feel very hopeful. Even our realtor at one point was like, look, <laughs> like she actually a couple times tried to tell us, I think you guys should wait. I don't think this is the time. I don't want to waste my time or yours. So we actually had to change realtors at one point because I was just so mm-hmm. You know what? I you didn't have me. I would have I know. I was going to say, Rebecca knows that is her business. She knows that inside out. And let me tell you, because when I tell you I prayed, I fasted, I believed in it so hard. So I wish I would have had you because I know you would have been right there with me. But Mm -hmm. I know that God has something for us. We can't give up yet. And it sounds like it was a long time, but funny story two weeks of searching. (laughs) We saw four houses, two weeks of searching in the midst of the pandemic when no one could get a house. And our third house that we put an offer in, I met the lady coincidentally, she, the seller, she was at the home when I visited. So we briefly, you know, we we met each other. We didn't, I didn't tell her my life story or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but I guess my name might've been memorable. Um, maybe my name was memorable to her. Um, but I did write a little letter with our offer and, mm-hmm. you know, I like, Hey, you know, we met da, 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 da. and she was just touched by our story and, um, myself and my husband and our family. And I, there was, I think they told me 12 offers that were higher than ours. Ours was not the highest offer wow. <laughs> at all. And yeah. it chose ours. And then funny. we had another battle because okay, that's great that she chose our offer. But at the same time, we're using, you know, we've got the the lender and he has to approve whatever they say that the house is worth. If it doesn't get appraised yeah. for the amount mm-hmm. we said, we still can't come out of pocket. We just don't have that right now. Uh-huh. So then I started stressing about that. And I was like, you know, God, I know you, you brought the house, we got accepted, but you know, there's another little problem here. <laughs> right? uh-huh. So after we, the house got appraised and it came exactly, exactly to the dollar, the amount That's that done. we were approved for by the lender. And I was mm-hmm. just like, wow, you know, you have to <laughs> wow, look at God. God. <laughs> you know, he yes. loves to be right on time. You know what I mean? Like exactly to the right team. on time. And <laughs> it's just such a, I feel like there's only been a few moments in my life that just felt so tangible like that, where I'm like, I know this is God, like, wow, you know, like right blatant like that. And Mm so seeing how he could move when I have that level of faith in something like our house, I remember him speaking to me and being like, watch what I can do if you trust me in other areas, watch what I can do if you trust me with your Mm -hmm. business. And Mm -hmm. I had and longing for that but like I said I was too fearful and so when that mm-hmm. happened I was like okay God I hear you <laughs> let's do this oh because if gosh. you did this with this mm-hmm. like I'm excited to see where you're gonna take this where mm-hmm. where my is gonna go and so that's really what you know pushed yeah. me over the edge and I was like okay I quit <laughs> yeah oh. you know why it's because you gave it back to the Lord because he's the one that gave it to you to begin with and you gave it right back to him and he's like thank you because now I'm going to take you to places you never expected Mm -hmm. and I think that's maybe when I don't know exactly when you decided to do your um like your revamp and your and your like change the name and everything Mm -hmm. and I think it was just 
I think it was the time for him to, for him to really showcase who you were, who you were turning into too, because that level of faith, when you give up, you guys, we all know it's really hard to give up control and being uh, hands on with something that you're doing, especially when you're buying a home or you're starting a business. Um, it's a lot of like up in the air things. There's always things that can happen that can go wrong that you have the unexpected, right? Yeah. And I think that's why it's so important that we always, like I said in the last episode, that we always give it to the Lord to begin with, even before we take our first step. And when it's just a seed, just an idea, give Mm -hmm. it to him and tell him to pour his living water over it. Because, you know, when we're sitting in the trenches, we feel like we're all alone, even though there's probably like hundreds of us sitting in there with us. But in that moment, when we're in that headspace, it's, it's, it feels really lonely and it feels really overwhelming. It gets like, you know, anxiety starts to creep in, but that's the tools of the enemy. And the beauty, the beauty of it is that there's now resources that we can use. Like she envisions is a great resource, right? Cause we're sitting here and share and she's sharing her story of how she felt in that moment mm-hmm. when she realized like, Hey, I just had my aha moment. I'm going to give it to you. And this is, this is going to propel me just like you were able to <laughs> make what made, what may have felt impossible in that moment of the purchase of their home. You guys so on the third try, like I'm telling you from 100% experience, <laughs> it is literally unheard of on the third wow. try, unheard of. Um, that's so sad. definitely that's when, when God shows you who he is, like never second guess him because he, mm-hmm. he will show you his true colors up front. That's right. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that, Becca. And I also wanted to share, you were talking about like how, you know, you struggled with the fear of the unknown. Because, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's the, I would say the number one biggest stronghold that holds people back from their vision is the fear mm-hmm. of the unknown. The what if I don't make it? The what if I fail? The what if I don't have all the resources or the the whole imposter syndrome? I mean, the list goes on and on. But we literally have an episode named the fear of the unknown, which is so funny that you said that because <laughs> we have an episode on it. And just so you guys know, like fear, it can easily come in. If you begin to feed it, it's going to grow. You know, fear is mm-hmm. believing it's the opposite of faith. Fear is having faith in the wrong direction. It's, it's mm-hmm. not allowing faith to be bigger than your fear. And when you, what Bomari is a perfect example of her overcoming that fear of no, you know what, mm-hmm. God, I know that you can do whatever you want to do in my life, God, as long as I trust you and I give it to you, you, God, and you know what? It's beautiful. His timing is so perfect. Like you said, it took two weeks and obviously that realtor was not the right one for you, whoever that person was. And God brought you the right realtor, right? And he just knew Mm -hmm. exactly when and what house and what seller and what letter and who to speak to because God works it all out for the greater good of his purposes you guys and and to hear her say wow God this is so tangible like so many moments where and I know there's people out there listening to this where you can go back to moments where you could tangibly feel that that was God she can have a greater faith on believing like wow God if you could do that with our house what can you do with this business and it's just so beautiful here because now we get to hear the rest of the story of how she revamped and she changed and Mm -hmm. you know god wanted to expand her territory expand her business and open up even more opportunities and um and i I just love hearing that bomari and i was literally crying while you were sharing that story because i've been there i've been in it and and it's just it's so like i feel that when you were talking about it like i was crying because i'm like that is the real feelings of like god like this is the hardest thing when you don't know and you're like god you have to come through god you're like believing him for this little step and then you get the step and you're like oh wait god there's more steps god that you're gonna have to do <laughs> because i believed for all of the like you're praying you're fasting you're doing all these things and maybe you're listening to this and you're like man god i'm praying and i'm giving and i'm fasting for my vision but god like i just need something and like look at that little step and god still came through and gave you to the exact dollar of what you needed and it's just so beautiful and um rebecca i don't know if you want to go into the next question but like man that was thank you so much for sharing that was beautiful yes so as an actual business owner what 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 do you feel is the biggest hurdle that you've had to overcome in the process as an actual business owner um there's definitely been a few (laughs) uh you know 
it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows after that decision. I wish I could say that it was, but no, there's definitely challenges and bumps along the road, but you learn from them and you grow from them. Um, I think the tough thing as a mom business owner is finding those boundaries. Um, mm-hmm. For I have two very young kids that still need me very much, mm-hmm. <laughs> very much. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's easy to fall into like mom guilt. Am I not spending enough time with them, especially since my daughter got a little bit more one-on-one time than my son did. Um, feeling like, am I not doing enough for him? Am I being selfish by pursuing this passion that God gave me? Should I stop? Mm-hmm. Um, these are all real, you know, questions. Yeah. That I yeah multiple times. Um, and that can be a challenge. And um, I don't have a specific answer if anyone has felt that or is feeling that, but I say go to God with it. That's what I do. Mm. I pray. I mm. even seek counsel with my husband. I'm like, Hey, what do you think? What do you think about my business? Am I doing enough? And he's, he's so great. He's my biggest supporter a hundred percent. And he encourages me and he's like, you could not do anything all day and those kids couldn't love you anymore. Like just you being here is enough Mm -hmm. watching you and they're learning from you. They're inspired, like watching their mom be this amazing business owner and faithful servant. And it's so funny because my daughter has learned like business lingo. Like the other day I posted a story on Instagram. She was talking, it was bath time and she was talking about her customers. And she, I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, I'm making water for my customers. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. She's really like learning and watching everything that we're both doing. And so, you know, I just remind myself that like, even in those moments that I feel like I'm not doing enough, like just, they're just there soaking it all in and being like, wow, mom is doing all these amazing things and they're going to grow up and they're going to respect that and be inspired by that. So I love that. I don't want to encourage you to being a mom. And at the same time, you know, everybody kind of knows my story already on the podcast that it was during the pandemic as well, Bamar, when I started my coaching business. And obviously that's yeah. how I met Rebecca. And now here mm-hmm. we are doing the Sheen Visions International Podcast. It's just, it's amazing how God uses moments where we're like, man, God, what are you going to do with me in this season? And we surrender. And I just, as you were speaking, I, I just heard you like, you're surrendering areas in your life to the Lord. Like you said, you, we, that's what we do as believers. We go to God about everything, right? It's mm-hmm. just to cast all your cares, all your burdens into the Lord, you know, for he cares for you and he works everything out for the good, for those who love him and are according to, you know, he works it all out. And so I just see that, like you were surrendering your business and then you're like, am I doing enough? And God, and your husband said it perfectly. Like you could do nothing all day and they would still love you. Mm-hmm. And w- this mom guilt is such a lie from the enemy. Um, am I doing enough? Am I good enough? Is such a lie from the enemy because he hates when we live in our purpose that God created us in because that's right. how God designed us. Mm-hmm. How he created you, how you're creative, how you have to have an outlet, how you have to do things with your hands and your children are modeling already after you at three years mm-hmm. old. She's already got customers. That girl's already she's hustling because she's, she's watching you. Yeah. She's watching yeah. you and she's modeling what you're doing. And as hard as, as it is when we feel like, oh my gosh, am I doing enough? Like it's never going to be enough because we're trying to measure ourselves to mm-hmm. unrealistic, you know, expectation, right. but like God is more than enough. When we do everything mm-hmm. unto him, it mm-hmm. brings him glory and he blesses it. He blesses your business. He yeah. blesses your marriage. He blesses your children. He gives you grace to do all the things that he's called you to do. And yeah. um, I love that you shared the boundaries because especially as a mom, especially of young kids, being a mom of young kids, what yeah. did those boundaries look like? Because, you know, I love that you have, obviously God is our source. He's our strength and he's our strong mm-hmm. power and he's what gets us going. But what were the legitimate, like physical boundaries you had to commit to yourself? Because we also have a two-part episode about <laughs> boundaries, right, Rebecca? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> it's my favorite. We talk about it like on every episode because we cannot operate without having healthy boundaries. Oh, there's no way you'd be able to fulfill the vision of God's life without having healthy boundaries. And so what were those boundaries that you had to commit to and put in place in order to reach your goals? Mm -hmm. 
I have two hard rules. I need Sunday because I need <laughs> I need my time with Jesus. Okay. And I need my Saturday nights off because I need time with my husband because I That's believe true. that God has ordained that, right? Like we are supposed yeah. to obviously he comes first. He is mm -hmm. the second. And then my husband, I need to nurture that relationship because mm -hmm. as I said, biggest supporter. If I didn't have his yeah. support, I don't really know if I could do this. And so <laughs> yeah. I, I can't let that relationship suffer um, because of my business. I wouldn't allow mm -hmm. that. So my time with him is definitely important. And then of mm -hmm. course, um, I always make time for my kids and time for myself. Um, yeah. I think I mentioned to you guys before that um, you have to be realistic and mental health is important. So in mm -hmm. the big holidays are a huge thing that's the time that everybody pushes yeah. sort of pop-up or pre-sale cookies for easter christmas whatever and um you you get into this rhythm okay as soon as one holiday finishes it's like what's the next one what's the next mm -hmm. thing we're gonna push and people will ask you what are you doing for this what are you doing for that and you know you get caught up in it and you feel like almost like you're trying to please people. So like, oh, I got to get the next thing going. I got to introduce the next, let me announce the next product. Um, and it's very easy to get caught up in it and then get burnt out. Mm -hmm. um, I came back from our vacation in March and just had a crazy couple of weeks, three weddings mm -hmm. and uh, crazy big orders the next week. And I, this is still mostly a one woman show. I do have a couple of employees, but it's mostly me. <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. You have employees. Wow. I do. Yes, I have a couple part-time people. I'm the only full-time girl in there. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um, it was just, you know, I, I felt myself being so, um, you know, worn out. And I was like, if I keep going like this, I'm going to burn out. Mm. Um, and so I knew I needed to take a step back just for a second. And so I didn't do anything for Easter. And that felt like it was going against like, you know, everybody else and what I'm supposed to do in my mm -hmm. industry. But at the same time, it was what I needed for me. I needed, mm -hmm. rest. you know, the Lord tells us we are called to rest. And I was like, yes. okay, I'm going obedience mm -hmm. to that because otherwise I'm not gonna be able to keep this going um so there's even boundaries for yourself I feel like you need to yeah absolutely uh, in order to keep this thing going long term yeah absolutely for, for sure and you guys you know what she's she she's chosen her priorities and she's stuck to them and that's something that we really highly suggest for everyone too that especially not just when you own your business just in life in general you know make your priorities and stick to them honor your priorities because sometimes we say yes to a lot of things that take up our time or energy take time away from our husbands our children like things that are really not even feeding into us and then we carry this guilt around and we don't understand why. And as soon as you start setting those boundaries with those things that are stealing from you, you start feeling more fulfilled because you're prioritizing the things that actually matter. Yeah. And just to go back for a second, um, you know, when you were talking about your daughter and her imitating you and like already kind of having an understanding of what you're doing and why you're doing it, um, you know, I feel like we always talk about generational curses, right? And how we need to break generational curses. But what you're doing is you're actually building generational favor and wealth yes. over your family because your daughter, you're setting a tone for your daughter and your son to be able to see what hard work really is, what dedication mm -hmm. is, what it means to actually submit your business to the Lord. And, you know, I congratulate you on that because there's a lot of people that you know, don't have that did not have that opportunity growing up and mm -hmm. that struggle now when they do have their business and they do, you know, make their wealth and they have children that they don't prioritize them. They they're they are not mm -hmm. teaching them or sewing into them. And that's what you're doing now. You're sewing into these beautiful children that one day, you know, God is going to bless you with the opportunity of seeing them being business owners and then thanking yeah. you for being that role model to them. Yeah. So I congratulate you for that. Okay. So and yeah. And with that, I, I just wanted to ask you, like, right now, what advice would you give to our listeners who are in the process of pursuing their vision in their life? Um, my biggest advice would be to just find your support system. Um, no matter what you're doing, there's a community out there of people that are in the same boat, people that either want to be doing it or are doing it already or have been successful in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Find those people, learn from them, grow with them 
find support in them. That's the first thing I did the minute I left my job. Um, I took a course with other bakers that were starting businesses. I met the local bakers around me. I interviewed, um, you know, bakery owners that have like a brick and mortar store because I'm, I'm still home based right now. Um, mm -hmm. But I would like to be in that position. So I sat down with them and I say, tell me, you know, whatever you will tell me. <laughs> yes. yes. Just learn from those people. I feel mm -hmm. like God has put us in a position. If you meet somebody and you mm -hmm. have something like that in common, like I don't, I believe in fate. I don't believe that was a coincidence. So, mm -hmm. you know, find out uh, what can, I don't want to say what can you get from that person, but what can you give to each other? Yeah. Um, community is so important and it goes both ways. So mm -hmm. biggest advice is find those people. That's yeah, so don't good. Be scared to, yeah. Don't be scared to ask questions, guys. Ask questions because you'll get the answer. Yeah, yeah. And you never know, like she said, who the connections you'll make and people that are willing to open up and share what they've learned. Like she shared, those are so priceless. Those are gold. Those are gems. Those are treasures. Like meeting with somebody who has a successful seven figure business that you're looking forward to doing too, like hearing from them is priceless. So it's like, an, you know, nothing you compare to that versus like a, getting a degree, like what Vermeer was telling us earlier, like, you know, what they're sharing with you, they're, they're sharing you their heartaches and their mistakes and things that they did wrong and saving you, right? The heartache and, you know, and making the same mistake. And, you know, I just want to encourage those of you that are married and are moms that want to pursue a vision. Like you don't have to give everything up to pursue your vision. You can have your cake and eat it too, right? Ramari, a, but like, seriously, I mean, Rebecca and I talk about this all the time. Your spouse, listen, your time with God, your relationship with God is number one priority. Second is your spouse is the most important physical human relationship of your entire life. That is the covenant that you've created before the Lord. Your spouse is the most important physical human relationship in your entire life. So that is valuable. Like your vision, if it's a God-given vision, it's never going to sacrifice your marriage or your children, or your family, like, you know, God, family, church, business, whatever comes after that. Like, I love that she chose those boundaries, you guys, because that mm -hmm. is what fulfills her. Like she knew her limits. And I love that you admitted that like, man, Easter is a big holiday and people want Easter cookies, but you know what? I just came from a big, big uh, vacation and then I had three weddings back to back. I know that I need to rest this one time mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes. that I don't burn out so that I don't overwhelm myself so that I don't lose my mission. Right. And my why, because it's true. It's, it's when you get in the business, like even for me, like Rebecca, I don't know if I shared with you, but like, I cannot take on any more clients as a life coach. Like with, I would oh, yeah, we can be so burnt out that I, it, I would lose my why I would lose my passion. I would like, I would be able mm -hmm. to give all of me to all the clients. If I had like multiple clients, like I, you have to know your boundaries and your limits. And mm -hmm. I appreciate you Bamari, for sharing that because it shows what you truly value and prioritize like Rebecca said. Yeah. And we talk about our core values all the time on the podcast and what we believe and, um, our missions and our, our boundaries. And so, yeah, that's so yeah. good. Uh, Rebecca and I are huge advocates seeking wise counsel, right? Rebecca? Oh, yes. Yes. And that's exactly, I feel like this is like such a good dose of wise counsel right now. Yes. Like this is what it feels like. It, it's just so refreshing, you know, just to hear somebody else's story and like what they've been through, especially through a pandemic, you guys, I know there's a, there's a lot of businesses that shut down and the ones that survived it, like kudos to you and the ones that are thriving even afterwards even better for you because the pandemic took a lot of people down in every sense of the word and it's so refreshing to see when somebody actually came out of it golden and that's exactly her story today it's just it's amazing um so we're gonna go from here is there anything else you wanted to share with us because i feel like this is really good <laughs> yes I would say, I was, I would say what's something like another question that I love to ask is what is the best advice you would give to uh, somebody that's just starting out? Like they don't even know where to start. Um, mm -hmm. They have an idea, like we talked about, right? It's an idea mm -hmm. in your head. And then you're like, how do I, you know, bring it to action? How do I have it come into my hands? Like, how do I pursue it? Where do I even start? 
Um, well, I mean, hey, the idea is the first step. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's better than a lot of other people that are just like, I don't know what I want to do. I know it's not this. Um, so you have an idea. That's amazing. Uh, keep going. That's literally, you just got to keep going. You, you, there's no perfect plan. There's no perfect timing. It's like when people say, when am I supposed to have kids? When's the right time? Yeah. You're never going to be feel prepared. You know, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't believe that that's a thing. Um, mm -hmm. You can do some sort of preparation, but it's, it's always going to be a bumpy start. That's okay. Mm -hmm. That's things that's stepping out of your comfort zone and into that unknown territory that we're so afraid of. But mm -hmm. if it's a dream that God has put on your heart, he's mm -hmm. going to be right there with you. He's mm -hmm. going to have um, every little yeah. obstacle that I've encountered. I've overcome it with ease just because, well, it was God. Yeah, <laughs> There's right. no other explanation. Like, well, I don't have to worry about that because God put me here. So he's going to get mm -hmm. me through it. Um, so just keep going and it's okay to stumble, but stumble with him there. You'll, you'll keep going. Yeah, I love that. Stumble with him there. He, he will stumble with you. He will roll around with you. <laughs> I always tell people all the time, like, God will escort you out of the valleys. You don't sit in that valley by yeah. yourself. What's that expression? One of my favorite sayings, do it scared. I yes, love do that. it that's scared. Good. That's, that's a good phrase or do it scared. Yes. It is. I like, mean, that's literally faith, right? I mean, yeah. Exactly. And you guys, faith without action and works is dead. Just saying. You guys just know saying. I always got to quote a scripture every episode, just comes out, you know. Like, <laughs> literally, like, we could not, like, walk into our vision if we didn't have faith and we didn't walk out our faith. Exactly. Activate yeah. our faith. And, you know, if you have a vision on here, like, share it with us on stories, like, email us, like, reach out to Bamari. Like, this is what community looks like. And I, and I mm -hmm. love you her story and this is what she envisions is all about you guys is sharing tools and resources on how you can pursue and fulfill your vision that God has given mm -hmm. you. And um we do have a lightning round um questions I forgot to say Bavari are you up for it? They're just like I'm fun questions. I'm really um, like bad at uh what is it? <laughs> I questions? swear these are not embarrassing. They're, They're not like embarrassing. fun questions. Yeah so we'll like do the light We'll do the lightning round questions, and then at the end, we'll talk about the visions of gold. The gold, yeah, yeah. Have fun okay. on here. So, so the first, so the first lightning round question is: what What is your favorite book? See, I just said I'm bad at favorites. And you can... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what's the first? What's the last hard. book that you read? How about that? I don't even remember the last book that I read. It was probably some self help book. I'm really into self help right now. Um, but one Ooh. book stands out to me back when I used to read for fun was The Catcher in the Rye. I don't, I can't give you an explanation. Oh, that's a good one. Out to me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. a good one. That is a good one. Okay, that's what, a is classic. Your, what is your favorite flavor cupcake? Oh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Funfetti vanilla buttercream. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is literally I'm Justin's on a diet, favorite. you guys. You're over here tempting me with sin. I can't. I, I <laughs> so can't play well, with you. We, do have, support, play we have to support her business. She envisions has to order some. You know. Okay, see, there you go. That's that's the green light for me. It's very good. Um, okay, so <laughs> this is a good one because this I want to know this. What is the best baking tip that you can give? Ooh. For your everyday bakers, not your professional bakers, because y'all know what you're doing. But we're talking the everyday about like bakers. your box instructions. We're talking bakers. about me, Joanne. <laughs> jo Joanne, we're talking about me, the basic bakers here. Hi. Okay. I want to so know. If you bake from a box, you can follow the instructions, but instead of water, you want to add milk. Ooh. I like heavy whole milk. Don't go skim. And then instead of the oil, some oil is good. It's really moist, but also do some melted butter. So you can do like the butter. It adds richness to the cake. It'll make it take homemade. I'm starting right. my baking business tomorrow. Like, oh my no, I'm gosh. Make a box so I want to just eat it. If you want to learn to decorate, another shameless plug, May 6th, Friday, we have some decorating classes coming up. You can learn to yes. decorate. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, you want, you'll have to share again at the end of the episode for sure how we can connect with you. But that sounds yeah. so fun. I can't wait for that. Okay, what is your favorite app on your iPhone? That, or do you have an iPhone? Or what's your favorite app that you use on your phone? 
I do. Um, I go on Instagram the most, but I have a love hate relationship with Instagram. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) My favorite app is probably Canva. I use Canva for everything. Oh yeah. Canva's a good one. Canva's the first time it's mentioned on here. It's usually Fitbit or some kind of workout situation. And I feel yeah. personally attacked. Canva is one of my favorites. I go on there every day. It's a, it's a free app, you guys, that you can create all your graphics for your posts and everything. It's, it's amazing. Uh, what scripture is your go-to scripture? Romans 8.38. Every time, every season, whether I'm, it's a tough season or a happy season, that scripture just always speaks to me. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus oh, our Lord. Oh, yes. Amen. So encouraging. I love it. That's so true. Okay. This is kind of fun one. I know. <laughs> what is one <laughs> annoying thing that you do? Uh, I feel like you should ask my husband this question. <laughs> That's what the other person said, but they should tell you, so you should know. <laughs> yeah, you should yeah. know what's that he annoying say, thing to do. He would say talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, girl. questions. I'm like, I don't get it. What just happened? Can you explain that to me? And he gets <laughs> Are you okay. a talker during movies? Yes, because I oh. never know what's on. Yep. I oh no! Talk, then I can't I go talk to the movies. Movie. Yeah, no. It needs to be a very easy plot, and don't mm. even when it starts with like the future, or the past. Nope, I'm lost. <laughs> I mean, like, nope, not me. <laughs> I'm the like, person. I'll ask questions like like Justin's already seen the movie and he knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't know, babe. I'm watching it just for like you. <laughs> yep. No. Oh, okay. So we have this trend going on this theme going on for our whole year okay so we're doing this theme this year of what is your word um this year joanne and i have prayed for a word for each each one of us and we received our word mine was territory and expanding it joanne's was harvest so what is your what do you feel like your word for this year is i prayed on this too um at the start of the year and i felt that god was speaking the word intentional to me um, mm-hmm. so wow. it's so fitting for so many different areas of my life, um, from the littlest things to like, I turned 30 this year, November. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I'm inviting myself. Yes. I always said like, when I turn 30, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to, you know, do more things and eat better. And just little things like that, like be more mm-hmm. intentional about what I'm putting in my body, be more intentional about how I'm spending my time, who I'm spending my time with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's everything from what we put into our body to what we watch and what we listen to, we're soaking it into our spirit. And mm-hmm. so I'm just trying this year to be more mindful of that. Um, am I going to take in something that's beneficial or something that's harmful? Yeah. Um, so that's been my word of the year. <laughs> I like I that it. intentional. That's a good, you know what? And that's a good way of stretching yourself too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm really excited for you and let's see where you are by the time you turn 30. Right. Let's see if I'm eating so healthy. Exciting. <laughs> well, I will be there wherever it's at. Just remember yes. Joanne's going to show up, <laughs> but we're so happy that you joined us. Bamari. thank you so much. Um, we uh, wanted to share the visions of gold. And then right after that, we want to ask you to share how our audience can connect with you on social or your website and, you know, where to visit your business and everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, for the visions of gold this week, you know, we really would want to encourage you guys because with Bermar's mm-hmm. story, you know, she kept saying, you know, I love that her husband asked her, like, you know, you don't, you want to wake up every day doing things that you enjoy and things that you love. Yes. You know, like what if you died today? Like what did you enjoy your job? Did you enjoy your eight to five, whatever it is? You mm-hmm. know, some of us have to work those corporate jobs. We get it. But doesn't mean you can still, you know, you could still be doing things that you love that fulfills you. So pray outside about it. Too. Yeah. yeah. Outside of the, outside of that, pray about it. You know, think about like, what do you love to do that is fulfilling to you? Like what is going to fulfill you? Yeah. Your vision. And 
Go yeah. Ahead. Dig dig a little deep, you guys, and really tap into that and really ask yourselves, like, is what I'm doing really fulfilling me job wise? Even if it's not your job and you enjoy your job, like Joanne said, like if you have to work the corporate job, you have to work the corporate job. But what about outside of that? Like yeah how she was saying about being intentional like what are you intentionally doing mm. like what are you lending yourself to we've talked about this before but it's so important that you guys have you know that clear understanding of what's fulfilling you because you don't want to live your whole entire life not being fulfilled because it's the worst feeling in the world when you have the answers in your hands we just have to step outside of our comfort zone mm -hmm. and tap into that and I know you guys can do it and I'm so excited and I hope that this story was really encouraging to you because that's exactly what she did she stepped outside yes. of her comfort zone she pushed through it she persevered she has that tenacity to hit the home run and that's exactly mm -hmm. what she did and can you share with us where our listeners can find you order from you connect with you yes um my website is blushandwisk.com um b-l-u-s-h-a-n-d it's spelt out there <laughs> w-h-i-s-k um and i'm on all the social media platforms instagram facebook um pinterest as blush and whisk bakery yay right. and tell us about your workshop that you mentioned earlier what date and where yeah. did you get signups and Friday, may 6th um we are hosting two classes so the first one is a cupcake class so it's like a mommy and me cupcake class we're going to be decorating some floral cupcakes um so kids it should be a fun time very kid-friendly class we'll have some cotton candy there's a flower wall that's going to be setting up so you can take some pictures afterwards my classes if you haven't been to one uh they're very extra like me like myself <laughs> extra <laughs> i'm extra too i know it's not <laughs> baking class it is definitely uh, a whole experience uh, you have a lot of fun the second class is more for the adults um, that's a mini cake class so same concept but we'll be decorating little cakes instead of cupcakes um, making little flowers on them and we'll still have fun and do our pictures and it'll be a good time so those are on May 6th tickets are available on Eventbrite if you go to our website there's a little pop-up that you can follow from there it's also on Facebook so I'd love to see some of you guys there come on out have a good time bring your mom bring your sister bring your kids it'll be fun how fun that is so exciting. that sounds amazing um thank you so Yay. much for mari with blush and whisk baking company oh my gosh so exciting what an incredible so story thank you. we cannot thank you very enough. much for having me Oh, I loved her story. It was just so motivating. And we hope you guys were equally as motivated and you do the visions of gold this week and really touch into that. And you guys, we can't wait to hear from you. Reach out to us on socials at she underscore envisions. Visit us on our website at sheenvisions.com. You can email us. We want to hear how what's fulfilling you in your life. Reach out to our guest today and let her know how her story touched you because you guys, her story was powerful. And we hope yes. you guys have a great rest of your week and we will see you next time. Love you guys. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us at the Sheen Visions podcast. If you enjoyed this message, go ahead and hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, feel free to share on all of your social media platforms and tag us at she underscore envisions. For more tools and resources, go ahead and visit us at sheenvisions.com. We look forward to seeing you next time and we can't wait to share more exciting things with you. 